0: Right, how's it going? This is the Rcast, the show where I talk about anything that I find interesting lately, whether it be book or game or movie or whatever. And today I'm going to talk about a game called Dungeons of Dreadmore, which I played a lot over the years. It is very fun. I feel like it's one of those games where if I have like an hour where I have nothing to do and I don't know what game to play, I'm going to choose this one and just have a nice time. And so, Dungeons of Dreadmore is about, you are a hero, you have to go down into this dungeon, and there is a big scary lich guy named Dreadmore at the bottom of the dungeon, either 10 or 15 floors down, depending on which expansion packs you have, and you have to find him and kill him. That's the entire game, and everything else is just whatever random stuff you find along the way. It is a classic rogue-esque game. So it's top down. Uh, your movement is turn based, and all the enemies move after you. And everything kind of happens on like a weird like initiative system, I guess. So you have to think about that while you're like moving around and doing stuff. Uh, you also heal each turn if you have a ability that lets you do so. You have to find and eat food to heal. You have to, uh, you know, explore. any any little nook and cranny you can find. But what really gets this game for me and the reason why I've played it more than any other of this sort of game is that it has a lot of humor in it. There's enemies that are like giant penguins with drills for beaks that just kind of pop out of the ground. There's (laughs) there's like giant carrot people that you find and they're just like hanging out. Uh, Almost all of the enemies have like some aspect to them that's like funny you can eventually find like clones of yourself and you fight the clone and they make fun of the fact that the clone like doesn't look right but what's also cool is that instead of so you don't you don't create like character statistics like you do in a bunch of these other games but what you do create is you have this massive list of skills and you choose 7 of them and basically create your own like player class and your entire goal is to try and create a class that really fits with the playstyle you want but the things that you can get range from things that make sense like you are good at using swords to skills like communism and vegan and tourist <laughs> paranormal investigator is on there and that one is all about the idea that you um you don't believe that ghosts exist so then you never see ghosts and like things like that like it's very funny Uh, there's humor in every single item description every single enemy every single class like skill it's very well done I absolutely love the way that they like integrate that like a lot of the stuff in the game is just bizarre for some for some reason Loot Fisk is in the game which if you don't know is a horrible I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up so I can read you the description so Lutfisk is a dried white fish it, or it's dried white fish such as cod but it has been air dried or salted and it has to be like rehydrated it is one of the grossest things i have heard i've heard it's one of the grossest things of all time i've also heard that uh Strong is another one or or hakhkraul, which is the, a national dish of Iceland, and both of these things are very infamous because they are considered extremely gross, even by people in those regions. And <laughs> I've heard many stories, but anyways, because I was like, "What the hell is this stuff?" But yeah, you, you can find the lootfisk god, and then give lootfisk that you find to him, and he may give you an artifact, and then you can like. There's just so much random stuff. There's literally a character in the game called Inconsequentia, who is the goddess of pointless side quests, and you find her shrine, and then she gives you a completely randomly generated side quest, and if you complete it, you get, like, a treasure. There's so many good, like, just things in this game. You can play as an archaeologist, which is literally just an Indiana Jones parody, and even starts you off with a fedora. And then as you, like, travel around you get powers like you can turn an item into experience by sending it to a warehouse and that means so the item disappears and you get experience based on the price of the item so it encourages you to like it's a good way to like clear out your inventory but you still get something for it you don't just like drop it on the ground it's a great game it's it has this like this like combination explosion aspect to it and i think that The only thing is, I think that you absolutely need to buy the two expansion packs, which are only like $2 each, but I feel like without them you're missing out on very important parts of the experience, and like the funniest parts of the experience. So there's two expansions, which are called Conquest of the Wizardlands and Realm of the Diggle Gods, and they're both very funny. There's also a free one called You Have to Name the Expansion Pack, and you can actually go into the files of the game and rename the expansion pack. And you can also get (laughs) mods, and there's a lot of really good mods for this game. Uh, Most of them add new classes or new skill options, and they're all very funny. I think the one I used to use the most was, uh, was called Galactic Hitchhiker. And the whole point was it was like kind of overpowered but it basically was a parody of like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and then when you made your character it gave you a towel and you had your towel on your waist because if you've ever read hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that's like the the most useful object in the world or sorry the most useful object in the universe is the towel but um yeah i i do think that it's an extremely good game i think that if you want something that's like a little more complicated than your standard roguelike style game but still has that itch of like just one more run like i'm gonna go in and try again i think that it's a very good one of those i do think though that each so the one thing is that unlike a lot of roguelike style games there isn't really any progression so in most of these games uh your progression you like get things and unlock things and you'll see them on later runs like when you die and restart but in dungeons of Dreadmore, it's very classic so there isn't any of that it's all just you know every time you start you come back in again and then you have like a completely blank slate and you know your skills are all back down to zero um it does have difficulty levels, which is nice. So there's easy, medium, and hard. It also has... Uh, it's just a game filled with options. And there's a lot of mods that like make the game easier, make the game harder. Uh, it's very fun. And also, the biggest thing is you don't have to worry because unlike other games in the genre, like NetHack and things like that, the interface is very streamlined, and there is no text graphics except for i think there was a joke mod i installed that made some of the monsters look like the classic text graphics where it's like you know like a giant red d is a dragon and stuff like that but uh yeah if you want a fun game if you want to have a ton of fun i very highly recommend dungeon of dreadmore the full game is only like like with all the expansions it's only like seven dollars on steam so Yeah, if you have $7 to spare and you want to have a very good game, I highly recommend Dungeons of Dreadmore. I hope you enjoyed this review, and I hope you have a very nice day.